Are you living with purpose, passion, and making a difference in your life's journey? Well, you've come to the right place. The X Factors to Success Podcast Radio Show. Great day to you all and welcome to the X Factors to Success Podcast Radio Show. I am your host, Ruggiero Fratarcangeli, also known as the G-Man. And today on the X Factors to Success, we have an awesome, awesome guest. But before we start uh, to uh, give our questions and whatnot, I'd like to start off with a wonderful quote by Ralph Waldo Armisen. And it goes like this. You don't have to be great to get started, but you have to get started to be great. And this is in alignment with today's guest because she started from something and then she's now just so powerful, inspiring people. And on the X Factors of Success, as a reminder, we have five key pillars, faith, family and friends, fitness, finance, and fun. And I believe this guest will touch base on all those pillars that she's gonna give us some insight of her journey of her trials and tribulations. So we have today a Mickey, Fernandez. She is a daughter, sister, friend, coach, and woman of God. She was raised by a single mother and grandmother and abandoned by her earthly father. She's a college dropout, divorced twice, and was told that she's unable to conceive and had been financially broke. Mickey was brought to her knees, and by the grace of God, she was led to finally take her back her life. That's right. In 2012, she had a major epiphany. She wanted to live a passionate and purposeful life decided to enjoy living and be the absolute best version of herself that she could possibly be. She created three things in her current journey. One was creating a blueprint to her freedom. We look forward to hearing about that. Built mind, body, and spirit that aligned with her dreams. And number three, took a consistent action with tools that she had. Today, Mickey is a motivating, inspiring, yes, right, she's motivating, inspiring thousands of people to assist in developing their mind, body, and spirit habits to achieve the absolute best life possible. Together with her entrepreneurial journey with Beachbody Fitness Program. So without further ado, please welcome the lovely, wonderful Mickey Fernandez. Mickey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. You know, Ruggiero, first of all, I am so blessed. I am beyond blessed to be on here in this platform to be able to share, um, you know, my testimony, how really God has used my trials and tribulations as the tools to inspire other people that they too can get out of that, maybe that dark place that they may be in. And and so as I'm listening to you talk about me, I'm like, who is that woman? I just <laughs> now. Like, I just inspire myself by listening to what you just shared. I got goosebumps. Well, that is you. It's, that's coming from the universe of God, right through me to you, to you, to me. I, I'm so honored. And today, uh, I'm actually coming uh, uh, from Delray Beach, Florida, not in my home studio and back in Valley Street, New York. And uh, it's amazing to to have you. And this is a perfect alignment. I, I, feel, I feel the energy. And uh, you coming across right now on the video screen, across like, wow, I'm looking forward to hear your story. And our audience members like to hear your story also because you fulfill the uh, the five pillars that I just mentioned, faith, the family and friends, the fitness. And I know that the spiritual fitness and even the physical fitness are key to your success. And financially also, that's the finance, the economic needs, and of course, fun. I know you have a lot of fun because when I see you on your videos, <laughs> Mickey, you're, you're like, you're partying full of energy. God bless you. Blessing. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, Mickey, 
we're going to have a nice casual conversation here because uh, I, I feel like I know you forever because I know your brother, Tony, and uh, he's inspired me also as well. We inspire each other. And I know that you have a wonderful definition to success. And because this is the X factors to success, what is your definition of success, Mickey? My definition of success is when I see that my, my story, the things that I've gone through, are inspiring other people to take action and then they duplicate that and then they duplicate it and then we help more people and we empower more people see there are a lot of people um that come that come to me in this platform that i am right come, come to me with so much darkness and they they feel that there's no hope right and so that's why i i consider myself a hope dealer like I <laughs> look at that. I like that. <laughs> and I give people hope through my story. You know, I'm like, I wasn't always this way. I had to go through a lot of rough patches in my life. You know, yeah. Um, like you shared, you know, I was abandoned by my earthly father. But you know what? God chose him for me because he needed his DNA to make me who I am today. Right. I believe that. So, you know, Dr. Wayne Dyer says that as well. We are being chosen to be on this uh, on this planet because there's a, a purpose. And that was a conduit for you to be who you are right now. Exactly. Like some, I see myself, a lot of the things that I do, that's my father. And he wasn't perfect. Right. He wasn't perfect. But he was chosen for a reason. Mm. And, and with, that, with that, with all due respect, you know, I loved him and I took care of him until he took his last sure. breath. Um, and so now I'm able to inspire other people that it's okay that, you know, your marriage didn't work out. Mm -hmm. You know, what did you learn from it? It's That's a right. Lesson. That's learning. It's a yeah, because sometimes we think about failures as just a, uh, you know, uh, a situation where, you know, I can't do it anymore. Failure, failure, fail. But no, but the failures create, create the, the learning experience, right? Exactly. You know, I did a Facebook Live yesterday on my page with one of my team members. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I shared is that it's it's in the it's in the pain that we go through. That's the that's where we get developed into who God created us to be. Mm. We have to go through that. We have to go through through the process. And it's the process that people want to avoid. And I always say, hello, <laughs> if Jesus Christ didn't avoid being nailed on a cross, what makes you any different? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what inspires me. So true. So I guess that you're motivated. You're motivated by the, by creating change, by motivating yeah. others, and uh, yeah. releasing them from the darkness that as you as you indicated. Exactly. Exactly. Releasing the darkness. Mm. Exactly. So I know that you worked in a banking industry, and yes. can you tell us a little? Because you know what, there's many people out there saying I'm stuck in my work, I'm stuck in my job, and there's a dead end street. But you've you took action. Uh, can you just give us a little bit of an overview? Like how you shifted from, you know, I guess the nine to five, going on the train, going to Manhattan, you know, back and forth. Could share with us a little bit to the audience. Yeah, I was in corporate America for 27 years. And um, funny thing is, Jerry, you don't know this about me, but when I was about seven years young, okay, I was at the bank with my mom. And I remember telling my mom, I want to work here in, in the bank. I, I said, I still remember. Okay. And I, and I said, but I don't want to count money. I want to be the. I want to be like that woman who's sitting in the back. So at a young age, I already had vision. Uh, I'm like, I'm not going to be back there counting money. I want to be like that woman sitting in the back. She's the boss. Right. Wow. So I, I was already speaking success into my life. Like I already had that vision as a young child. Wow. And 
the power yeah, well, the power of visualization created this yeah. uh, uh, realization. A- amen. Right. And so, um, so I ended up working in a bank. <laughs> I started working in the bank as a teller, so I was counting cash. Right. Right. Because you got to start from the ground up somewhere. You got to start somewhere. And so I stayed there for 27 years. But later on in my career, and by the way, I was vice president for Citibank. I managed one of the largest branches wow. in New York City. Yes, I managed one of the largest branches, but there was something missing. Hmm. And I didn't know what it was. All I knew is that I felt like I wanted, there was something more out of life, and I knew that the bank wasn't it. And um, I always loved serving people. At a young age, I just always loved helping people. It just gives me joy. Right. A joy that I can't even explain to you. I can't put it into words. It's a feeling that you have to experience yourself. It's right deep down in the abdomen, right? And right in the heart. Okay. It's in your belly. It's in your belly. belly. Uh, when you know that through your actions, you have made someone smile or you have made their life just a little bit better. And so I knew there was more. I just didn't know what that more was. And see, sometimes we have the solution that we've been praying for right under our nose, but we wear those blinders and we're too blind to see. Yeah. And so I've always loved fitness. At the age of 18, I started lifting weights. I was at Macy's, I remember, with my first husband. Okay. Yes, I was at Macy's. We were were purchasing our first TV set. And there there she was, Rachel McLeish, the first, you know, uh, Miss Olympia. And I was in awe, like, ah, I was struck by her, by her body. It was just amazing, like how someone can sculpt their body that way. And that was the day that I fell in love. I always say that's the, that's the day that God planted the seed in my belly. Hmm. Interesting. I, I, at the age of, uh, at the age of 18, 19? 18. Hmm. I was 18. I was 18, and um, and and from there on, that's where my fitness journey started. And I was a gym rat, worked out with my brother. I've been through probably every 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 gym in the city that you can think of. Okay. Um, and then came then came this infomercial that I saw, a P90X infomercial. There you go. I know that one there. <laughs> you know that one there? This P90X infomercial. But I was a gym rat, and I'm like, ah, I don't have time to work at the gym. But I called my brother. You know, my brother, you know, I'm his older sister. He does what I tell him to sure. do. Sure. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, Tony, like, you don't have time to go to the gym. I think it would be perfect for you to work in your basement. And little did I know that he already had purchased it. It was just collecting dust. So he just needed, I guess, that push. And when I called right. him, like he did. And within three months, my brother's life just transformed. I, I, just, have to, I have to verify that. I see him change also as well. Like, whoa, Tony. And the this month by month by month there was a transformation, and I call that the compound effect because yeah, you do. It, there's a book by Darren Hardy, which yes. I hold on, and uh, I recommend this book for everyone, Darren Hardy, yeah. and uh, and you do jumpstart your income, your life, your success, but doing one percent of things every day, which will compound exactly. to a big change. Exactly, exactly. And so when I saw my brother's transformation, I became a believer. I became a believer because I saw my loved one drop 60 pounds yeah. and it wasn't so much the weight that he lost is what he gained out of it. It was his confidence is the way he walked is the way he talked. Yeah, self-esteem already uh, elevated to the whole level. Elevated. And my brother had always been a, a quiet young kid. I was always the big mouth. Um, and so my brother inspired me and I said, you know what? 
I've been paying $160 at the gym. That was a lot. That's like a lot wow. of freaking Back then, sure. Yeah. And, um, and I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start working out from home. And then that's when it started. Um, I, I, I joined um, Beachbody. I, I joined as a coach because why not? We get, we get a discount. I, like, what, what person doesn't love a discount? <laughs> we're, we're, we're always involved with discounting. Give me a discount. What do I get? Right, what's in it for me? Yeah, hook me up. Hook me up. And, um, and so initially, quite honestly, Ruggiero, I, I did it for me. I, I, did, I wasn't planning on helping anyone because I didn't know that this was a platform that I would be able to use my transformation, my story to inspire others. And, um, and then the compound effect started happening. My sister, Edith, was like, okay, I need accountability right. because, because she's lazy. She, she doesn't like to work out. But she knew that my brother and I always did. She's like, I'm joining you. I'm doing this together. And then so the so then the three of us started this revolution in New York. This is back in the uh, 2020. This oh. was back in um, 2009. 2009, okay. 2009. Well, no, 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 I stand correct. 2008. 2008, okay. And then now fa- fast forward that into... Uh, uh, currently, how, what, what's been the major shift? What's been the what's been the, even more of a breakthrough for you? Because yeah, I know so that the biggest, I've seen some uh, some interesting things on, on your website, and like wow, it blew me away also as well. Yeah. So the biggest the biggest breakthrough um, was in 2012. Okay, in 2012, when I didn't want to be at my job anymore. After 27 years, right? I didn't want to be there any longer because I was flaming my purpose through this platform of helping people achieve their goals, not my goals, their, their goals. goals. Mm-hmm. And so I remember like, I wanted to just like get out of my job. I can come home, connect with my clients, connect with my team. But I had to make, I had to make a huge decision. Uh, a lot of discernment, a lot of prayer, a lot of, you know, I had to you know, make a list, goals and comes. And I said, you know what? I have been called to do something more than refund people's, you know, monthly service fees. I like that. that. Me. And um, I was already in a position where I had already tasted some financial success. And by the way, because I need to give a disclaimer, each body does not guarantee any level of success. It is dependent on the individual's efforts. Understood. Great. I love the uh, disclaimer there because it always it always depends upon the actions you take and how committed you are to fulfill exactly. the goals and objectives. Exactly. And so I then said, you know what? I want to do this full time. And so I left my corporate job. Wow. Twenty seven years. And by the way, because I'm a hashtag keep it real kind of girl. Okay. Um, I financially, when I left Citibank. I still wasn't making my corporate salary with Beachbody, not yet. Wow, you really took a leap forward there, Mickey. I did, but it was it was a how I can't even explain it to you. Again, it's a feeling, just like the joy. Mm. It was a higher force pulling me, like let's go. It's time. You got to do this. Right. Trust me. And um, and I did, and I have never looked back. And I realized that God has used me in this platform. He says, I'm going to prepare you so you can lead the way and you can show others that they can do it too. And that's what I've done. And here I am, you know, six years 
already as a full-time Beachbody coach. I just got back from um, our annual conference and it was so fulfilling. Um, you know, I was recognized on stage. It was a big milestone that I did achieve with Beachbody now. Mickey, can you share with us where was the uh, this uh, annual uh, event? Yes, the conference was, uh, it was in Indianapolis. Oh. Um, beautiful city, nice, clean yeah. city. Uh-huh. And it, it was, it, it's, it's a place, we, I've been going there for nine years. This is my ninth um, coach summit. And um, it's a place where we go to receive training from the top coaches in the organization, um, keynote speakers, you know, that come. Um, and then, of course, we get to work out. <laughs> we get to connect with our teams. And it's a place for recognition, you know, where everyone's um, recognized for their hard work all year. And um, and so, yeah, so that I received a, I was, um, oh, I am part of the Million Club um, with Beachbody now. And I was asked, what does that mean to you? Hey, what does it mean what to you? Yeah. What does it mean to you to be part of the Million Club? And I said, what? What being, what being part of the Million Club means to me is that I believed in myself from day one. And I said yes to transform my life and use this platform to help transform others. That's all it means. It just means that people believed in my vision. And people said, yes, I am uniting with you. And I am here to put an end to obesity because there is a, a horrible obesity. 60, 70 percent. Americans are overweight. That's unfortunately right. It's really sad, which, and which causes all the ailments that we have in this society. Absolutely. I mean, Rogero, I you know I take care of my mom, who's that's the other biggest blessing, you know, doing this full time that I am my mother's caretaker, and I I watch my mom every day. Right. Put nine pills that she has to take every single oh, day. My gosh. Because my mom didn't have anyone to educate her earlier on in her life how she should be eating. And as a Latina, Latinos, like, I don't know if there's Latinos listening to this, but like, we like Italians also, we like to eat. Manja, pasta, you know? Exactly. I mean, yeah, I went to Italy and I was on this pasta diet. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what do we call mama? We call mama, mama Duke, right? Right? Mama Duke. Mama Duke. Yes, my mama Duke, you know? And um, so go ahead. Uh, for those Latinos who are listening all over the world, go ahead. Uh, I interrupted you there. No, that's okay. And so, um, so yes, it just it, it means that people believe in my vision and that we are on a mission um, to really empower lives, not just physically. The physical part is the outer shell, you know. So, like when I see people's lives transform, like the young lady that I that I had on my Facebook live yesterday who has evicted. I don't say lost because sometimes when you lose something, you you find it back. Like when you lose your keys, yeah. All of a sudden, you find them back. No. We don't want to lose weight. We want to evict weight because we don't want it to come back. I like that. We have evicted. Okay. I like that. Uh, in, okay. Evict. Evict. And so to see this woman's transformation of evicting 85 pounds because I, nine years ago, said yes to this opportunity. If I had not said yes, she would have never connected with me. And so our yes, our yes, whatever yes it is, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you always have to ask yourself, Whose life is going to change with my decision? Because it's not just about us. Life is not about us. And until we don't understand that, life will never make sense. I love it. I love you it. Know? I love it. Us, right? So I'm in this platform now that, yes, people do come to me. Yeah, I want to lose 10 pounds. Yeah, I want to, you know, lose 20. But why? Why? Why do you want to evict that weight? And how is that going to change your life? How are you going to be a better human being because of that? 
Yeah. You know, there's Simon Sinek, a uh, great uh, speaker, author out there. Uh, what is your why? And then when you find your why, that's the inner nucleus. Everything else will come come together. But you have to have a clarity of purpose. One of the teachings I teach also in my success principles with Jack Canfield is the uh, identifying your passion and the clarity of purpose. Once you have that, you're able to have plot your GPS in place and you're able to go forward. Now, would you have detours? Would you have stumbling blocks, Mickey? Of course. Okay. We go off course, then we get back on course. Off course, on course. Off course, back on course. So, And I, you know, and I always say, uh, Ruggiero, that when we go through life, whatever adversity comes our way, it's only to make us stronger for the next one. That's all it is. Because uh, God knows, I've gone, I have fallen down so many times, but you know what? If you fall back, and I, I, I forget the, the speaker who says this all the time, the thing will come to me. When you fall back and you can look up, you can get up. That's Les Brown. There you go. <laughs> I love it. I, I love when he says that because it's so true. It is and I so true. That, I shared that this past week in Indianapolis. Wow. I did a speech for the Latino community. And I'm like, if you fall down, when you fall on your back and you can look up, you can get up. You know, Sister Mickey, you are making a difference. I could just tell, but just I, I feel the energy right now that uh, how many hundreds and thousands of people you have you've influenced so far and little maybe that you know that you've uh, made change with someone who's been listening on your social media and uh, maybe one day I'll come back to say, Mickey, you, uh, I've heard you uh, months ago and look at, it, look at me now. I mean, that's why you're serving a purpose because through us, we are just instruments of this physical body, of the spirit that we have in us to make that change, to make that effort to say serving others. You know, um, it reminds me right now of a quote from the movie Rocky. Remember the movie we went the uh, Rocky with his son? You know, son, it's not how, um, how many times you get hit and fall down, but it's about how many times you get up and go forward again, you know? Exactly. You know, when, you, when you're doing those exercises, those beach body uh, programs, it's like, oh, I got pain, I got, I mean, I, you know, I have to say to you, I've been on the program, um, but you're inspiring right now to get back on that program again. I've got them on my shelf, somewhat collecting some kind of dust, you know, but I have to get myself moving there, Mickey. Like now with the summertime, like a lot of people, you know, the summertime, we only get two months, right? Two months of summer, we want to make it. Well, I'm in Florida now, so I see this. this. <laughs> no, no excuse. Sorry. No, no. Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, like now we have a program, you know, for people, especially, you know, people during the summer months want to spend more time. The kids are off from school. You know, we have programs that are, you know, four days a week, 30 minutes a day. You know, go enjoy your summer. And it's, you know, we have a little something for everyone. But, you know, going back to what you were just saying, Andre Ruggiero, you know, like life knocks you down and, in this journey that I am, that I'm on, you know, I am not an expert at all. I am far from being an expert. I am a student of life. Student of life. Go ahead. I am a student of life, you know, and everything that I go through, I go and I share it on social media, you know. Um, and so if it's okay with you, like I, I want to share something that happened to me three years ago. Please I do. Feel- Please do. The audience of aware want to hear your story. Yeah. And that's why I bring you on the show to bring inspiring I feel, people. I, I feel like somebody that's going to listen to this needs to hear this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So three years ago, I was literally in one of the best shapes of my life. You know, I've always loved fitness. And um, I had a, uh, a very good friend of mine, uh, my spiritual mentor, David Masono. And when he was living here in New York, he had a show, and it was called 
Uh, it was a Spanish show, Café con Cristo, Coffee with Christ. Christ. Mm -hmm. So every Friday I was his co-host. It was Fitness Fridays. And I remember that Friday going there, um, we were talking about how God uses haters in your life to elevate you because that's their purpose. Sure. Haters will elevate you, right? Because it pushes you to step out of your comfort zone because maybe you've been in your comfort zone for too long and there's nothing in the comfort zone waiting for you. You got to step out. And so I said to him, I said, okay, so if it's to elevate us, like we need a solid foundation. So today we're going to talk about leg work. We're going to do some leg exercises. And so I had one of my colleagues that was with me and she shared her story. And I used, I used her as an example. You're coming a little bit uh, light there. Uh, go ahead. Oh, now it's better. Okay, there you go. There you go. So um, we were doing, we were showing some step-ups um, to build a solid foundation because we need a solid foundation to hold us, to hold us down when maybe the storms in our lives come and they try to knock us down, but that's mm -hmm. what you need, a solid foundation. And so they were playing some Spanish music. I can't listen to Spanish music without dancing. Like, I got to Oh, salsa merengue. Come on. Uh, vamos, vamos. Exactly, <laughs> right? So my friend Adriana was moving too slow for me. I told her, step aside. Let me show you how it's done. And yes, I was a little cocky. I must admit. You're confident. Come on. <laughs> you know, so I pushed it to the side. I took one step up. My legs were up in the air. No. I felt flat on my butt. No. And I broke my wrist. You did three years oh, ago. Oh, yes, I see. Yeah, I see. I see it. Oh my gosh! I have, I have a plate and four screws holding up my wrist together. It was the most painful experience in my life. Sure. But it was the most beautiful experience at the same time. Oh, share with us that experience there, because uh, through the pain, you must have gained so much knowledge. Oh, there is always, my friends. There's always beauty in the ashes. And whatever you're going through in life, you need to ask yourself, always ask, why not me? Lord, how are you using me? Right. Okay, how are you using me? And so I broke my wrist. Um, I never I never asked why. Why is this happening to me? Because I knew from my past falls in my life that there was a lesson coming this way. I just knew. And um, I remember coming home that night after the surgery when the nerve blocker, died out and now that's when the pain was going to kick in hmm. and i i can't even explain that pain it was the most excruciating pain in my life i probably woke up the entire neighborhood because the vicodin wasn't working vicodin was not working no no i was supposed to take vicodin every two every four hours and it just wasn't working so i took it two hours later and i i almost i i realized that i probably was about to have a heart attack because I shouldn't have done that. No, because again, it just takes a whole body. It was too wow. strong. Right. And so my mama does, my mom was, you know, as a parent crying hysterical, like, you know, what can I do? What can I do? I says, mom, this is my cross to carry. This is not your cross. This is mine. And I'm dealing with this. So even in the midst of my pain, right. I knew there was a lesson here. And I remember going into my room with you, getting on my knee. I literally got on my knee and I cried out. I said, Lord, the same way you healed that woman over 2,000 years ago, and she just touched your mantle, and you healed her. I know you're going to heal me. So I just need, I just need like your little fingertip, just a little bit. Can you ease the pain just a little, a little bit? bit? Right. I waited, and he didn't respond to me. I'm like, all right, it's like that? Okay, fine. I'll just deal with it. You have to accept it. Yep. I just had to accept it. 
But you know what happened in the midst of all that? I fell in love with Jesus Christ even more. Wow. Because I'm like, this is only a little bit of a taste of what he went through. So here right here, this is a daily reminder that he died for my sins. Yeah, it's very inspirational for those of us out there who, uh, again, uh, may not be uh, in line with their religious uh, beliefs, but, the, you know, again, uh, it could be your universal God, Buddha, um, whatever, but there is power. There is power there. And for you, uh, God, Jesus really puts a, a whole new twist three years ago that really shifted your mindset even greater. Totally. It, it totally shifted my mindset. I got closer to him. I fell in love with him even more. Um, and I just, I just used, I just used that story, and I'm so happy that you've allowed me to be. In no, class. please, we open it. That's why the five pillars are, as a reminder, Mickey, is faith, and whatever faith means to you. Again, faith is the belief system, right? Okay, and uh, the principles and values that one has, because we all shape by our beliefs. And yeah. when you have beliefs, you're grounded. You're able to move forward and to really achieve the success, whatever success means to the individual. The exactly. And so that that was a huge, so three years ago was huge for me because um, I went to that fall. Now, I've always loved fitness all my life. Now, I was in a position that I couldn't work out the way I used to. And I've always been hardcore in my fitness. I, you know, years ago, five, things, five years ago, seven years ago, I did a fitness competition, you know, and um, it was it was an amazing experience. I Something off my bucket list and I did it. Um, I could no longer do that. What I learned in this process is that for years, I was in denial that I was an emotional eater. Wow. So this, 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 occurred, this occurred after uh, this. After the fall. Oh, wow. After the fall. Because when my fitness was always on point, my nutrition was on point also. Now my fitness was not on point. Okay. And I slowly started going back to old, bad habits. And I don't know who you are right now on this podcast, but maybe you find yourself in a position that you're like, I thought I had overcome that. Why am I here again? Why? Because you haven't overcome it yet. There's still something there that you've got to conquer in order for you to move forward. I didn't know that back then. And so over two years, I slowly started putting weight on and I gained 30 pounds. And now two years later, I was great at hiding it because when you take selfies, if you do them at, at, at an angle, uh, yeah, it's a secret of camera work, right? <laughs> but then what happens? I get called out two years later. I get a call from Beachbody. All right. And the question was, are you interested in this? We're, we're developing a new program. Would you be interested in it to audition for it? I'm like, audition? Have you seen my butt? <laughs> How can you ask me to be in a fitness program? Are you crazy? Uh-huh. Like it's a beginner program, you know, it's gonna be a beginner program, it's gonna be filled in New York. They didn't tell me who the trainer was, and I'm like, okay, it's either two options, either it's either Sean T from Insanity or or it's going to be Leandro from Brazil Butler. And I'm gonna pray that it's Leandro because I cannot handle Sean T right now. <laughs> <laughs> and thank God it was not Sean T. Okay. And so, and so here I was. I walk into this um audition. And I, I had to um, follow a routine with Leandro. I knew that day I was going to be chosen. <clears throat> I felt it. Deep down in your gut, right? Yeah. You knew it, exactly. I'm in. I'm in. And it was confidence. It was the confidence and it's what I felt in my belly. My uh -huh. hair 
while I was doing the routine, I had goosebumps all over my body. And I'm like, okay, I'm in. And so I knew I was in. This is where you need to be. This is where I need to be. Now, here comes the first day of audition. I walk into the first day of audition. I look around. I see all the other women that have been chosen. And they're all probably over 60 pounds overweight. My ego wanted to walk out. I'm like, uh oh, what really is this program for? What are they trying to say? Now people are going to see that I am really 30 pounds overweight because uh, now I'm going to uh oh. You face that mirror right there, huh? Right in front, front of you. Yes, I did not want to do it. I wanted to quit. Bail out. And even in the midst of all that, my health was attacked. A lot of things happened to me that were pushing me to say no until. I connected with a trainer who shared his heart, who shared his story okay. as to why this program was being developed. And this program was being developed for women who had given up on themselves, who had lost hope. And didn't I just say earlier that I am a hope healer? Yes, you're right. Uh, you're a hope healer. Correct. And I said, it's on and popping. Let's do this. I had to put my, I had to put my ego in my back pocket and my life. I said, I always preach. That life is not about you; it's about helping others. And this is—I've been there's a, there was a purpose why I fell. There's yeah. a purpose why I gained the 30 pounds. I was chosen to be in this program, which is called UV2, U version two, for you to become a better version of yourself. And I was determined after the filming of that program because I was chosen because I was—I was chosen for my personality. I was chosen because uh, it's a happy program you dance yeah it's sure it's fun. and so i was chosen because of my personality i was chosen because i had gained the 30 pounds i was chosen because i was a former um um formerly i was really really fit and i, I lost my way and so that's the woman that i attract a lot now and so i was determined that i was going to evict those 30 pounds so that when the program was released people were going to say wait a minute is this the girl that was in the program how did she do that wow and that's a testimonial that was a testimony, but it gets better. Yeah. It gets even, um, that's what I'm saying, guys. Whatever you're going through right now, embrace it. Because there is, the rainbow is waiting for you on the other side. I'm telling you this. See, Mickey, and a lot of things that people fear, you know, the word fear, false evidence appearing real, correct? Correct. Right. And there's like, well, there's no more hope anymore. There's no hope anymore. I, I tried everything. No, it doesn't work. I mean, for you, you were mindful of those events that have happened to you, why and led you to this point for here, which created now the success. So we have to share to the audience out there that don't give up, right? Yes. Be don't hopeful. give up. Don't don't give up, you know? And so um after after the um the workout had been um filmed, that was uh, December 2016. Now here comes January 2017. And I was once again invited by Beachbody to audition um, for a new program. Not It was not a fitness program. It was a weight loss program. Wow. This new nutrition program. And so I had to go and audition and I had to say, this was, this was, this was tough. This was tough because okay. I, I had to show up. I had to wear my shorts with my uh, sports bra with, you know, the love handles hanging around the side. And I had to, it was a sign like this. I said my name on it, right? And okay. I said, and I had to say, hi, my name is Mickey Fernandez, and I am an emotional leader. 
it's like, uh, and you're looking around like, okay, you're frozen in time. And how was that feeling? What was that emotional feeling? Can you go go back and, and feel that? Liberated. Liberated. Because I faced it. Mm. I was in denial for too long. I owned it. Yeah. I owned it. When you take ownership of that. How did I get there? Yeah. Through the compound effect. See, the compound effect can also work against you. True. Depending on what are the daily behaviors that you're doing. And so every day I was doing something to get me to those 30 pounds heavier. You know, I wasn't eating salads, you know, I was in this emotional eating, like, and for the most part, ladies and gentlemen, when do we do most of our emotional eating at night? Right. right. Because we want to be in hibernation. You go into the closet, get whatever stuff you have in those closets, right? You start putting your hand in the bag of tacos and nachos and peanuts and whatever. When I said that, I just played back. I'm like, oh my goodness. And so this new nutrition program has changed my life because not only do I have a different perspective in nutrition, but I also learned to be the nutritionist that we work with, emotional eating is wrong. There's nothing right about emotional eating. Emotional eating does not solve your problems. It just makes it worse. Well, I believe that uh, it stems down into our, our daily activity, things of worries that we have the lack of not having. So we use that as a, as a crutch. We use yes. it as an scapegoat. Yeah. You know, I'm going to fulfill some of the contentment by going into the closet and taking whatever in the closet or refrigerator and just try because you, know what, because you know what happens is when we're empty, whatever, whatever situation is that we're, that we're, we're avoiding, because that's what it is. We're avoiding it. Okay. We food because food feels good. Hello. Yeah. So it feels, it, we think it feels the void, but it really doesn't. It just the hole even deeper. Right. So, yeah. Mickey, all these wonderful trials and tribulations stories sharing, I, I hope out there, folks, you listening up, uh, that the Mickey is sharing some really, really valuable stories, and hopefully this is resonating out there with you. Wherever you are right now, if you listen to this podcast on your in your car, going from uh, from home to work or work to home or just chilling out right now at home, Stop, think, take notes. And at the end, I'm going to have uh, Mickey share her uh, information, where she can be located and where she can be found on the internet. I'm sure you, you will want to reach out to her. She's just a wonderful, inspiring woman that really making a difference out there. I'm, I'm just getting inspired right now. I'm getting power. I, I, I can't sit down right now. I'm doing the merengue. Well, sitting down. <laughs> you know, Mickey, I want to ask you this question. Uh, obviously, in this, in this journey of yours, who can you say and share with us uh, three role models. What are three role models that you you had up to now that you could share with us and why? Okay, three role models. Okay. And I have to say that these, these role models, I did not realize they were role models in my earlier years, but it wasn't until I became an adult. Oh, okay. And my... Um, my first role model, my grandmother. Uh, she rest in peace. May she be looking over right now as an angel and inspiring you and through you and uh, sharing your experience to the world out there right now. Yeah. I always say the reason my grandmother was um, is, is my role model is because my grandmother came to this country back in 1960. Hmm. 
she didn't even know the language. She took a chance because she believed in herself. And I'm sitting here in her kitchen. As a matter of fact, this is where she used to sit all the time, play cards all the time. And she bought this home for like $15,000 back then. And this home became Ellis Island. It became Ellis Island because she was bringing family and friends from the Dominican Republic and they would stay here in her home here. And they would stay here until they were able to get up and go on their own. And then when they would move out, then the next batch would come in. And it was it was a revolving door. And what I didn't realize now, you know, as a child, like I knew that like, she was planting seeds in my heart in my life. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I do today now. I empower people. I help people. I show them the way. And once they're ready, they fly out and they soar like eagles and then I bring the next batch and then I do that. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm doing exactly what my grandmother did. In a, in a different form and fashion right now. Yes. I always say if my grandmother's alive today, she would be on my team. I super love it. What a great metaphor. It's the illest island of your home as people coming in, situating mm-hmm. them and then flock. Like little birds, right? Birds come in, right? And until they get nourished and off they go and they have wings, right? We all have wings, Mickey. Yeah, we all have wings, yeah. And depending on how we want to take action and spread those wings and to be on their own. And sometimes that's the 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 situation where we are afraid because we're not taking a chance to go ahead and leave the nest. And that's where everything's tying up. So that's awesome. Grandma, whatever you are up there, I know you are you're here right now. I feel it. I yes. feel it. No no. I call it in Italian it goes no no. No, no. I know. I know. Yeah. It's no coincidence that I'm sitting in her in her spot here. Okay. My mom. Um, my mom. My mom has been a fighter, um, and she instilled in me uh, work ethics at a very young age. Um, as you shared earlier, I was raised um, by my mom and my grandmother, and you know, mom gave us her best which she can do her best because my father had, you know, skipped. And I saw my mom in this kitchen, as a matter of fact. My mom was a seamstress. And she used to work in Long Island City out here in Queens. And I would see my mom get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go work in a factory. Mm, I know those factories because my mother also worked as a seamstress when she came from Italy. So similar stories here. Go ahead. Matter of fact, my mom's first boss, Joan was her name. She was Italian. Uh-huh. And Joan used to help me because my mom didn't speak English. So Joan would sit with me when I would come home from school and she would help me with my homework. Is that so? Wow. Uh-huh. Now that you're saying that, I just remember Joan. And Joan was the one who used to help me. And um, so I, I saw my mom like struggle and work so hard. And so at the age of 12, I started working. I wasn't supposed to be working at the age of twelve. I know. <laughs> oh, that was um, back. That was back then, Mickey. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah. That was back then, you know. But because my father, you know, wasn't there to provide, I I wanted to help, and so I went to the factory and I gave up my summers to go work with my mom in a factory. You know, I would complain the whole time I was there because <laughs> it was cool, you know. Yeah. yeah. I would get paid seventy five bucks. That's a, that is a lot of money. It's amazing. You were the entrepreneur right there. 
you were at a young age, you know, and then I would take the 75 bucks and I would give it to my mom and then ask her mom, can I have money? You know, uh, very similar to me also as well. I came from Italy too as a little boy off the boat. I came out really off the boat and uh, raised in the Bronx, Arthur Avenue, Belmont Avenue in the Bronx. And uh, I went to work also at 12, 13 at the fruit stands, you know, at the pastry shop and uh, pizzeria. Yeah. I mean, again, I always had money in my pocket and the money went where? To Papa and Mama, you know, the parents. Yeah. And then they were distributing accordingly. Because again, but this is, what, this is what built you, Mickey, right now. The character that you are, the persona that you have, Right now, and the influence inspiring that you are right now with the with, with the with the rest of the world right now, and more to come, more to come. So, Mama Duke is there, also still there. I see her also on your social media. He's just oh, got yeah. a big smile, big personality. Uh, you got it, girl. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and my third, right? You said three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My third role model, um, his name is Steve Fusco. And he was one of my area uh, directors when I worked at Citibank. And he left before I did. And he believed in me from day one. And when someone says, I believe in you, you do your best. Mm. Right? And so he believed in me from day one. And he pushed me out of, he would push me out of my comfort zone. He would would do things that I would feel uncomfortable. Um, And he left before me because Citibank was no longer aligned with what he wanted in life. And before he left, I was totally heartbroken when he left. Because um, I wasn't happy at Citibank, but I loved working under his leadership. That's and important. So- See, when you find someone who's inspiring, I want to share with you right now, and for the audience out there, a, a quote. Zig Ziglar, great motivating speaker, inspiring. And this is a great theme here. You can get... Any, everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want. And that's what this person has really uh, inspired you in this way. So Definitely, you know, and before he left, he turned around and he said to me, Nikki, there's more for you waiting outside of this bank. You weren't created to be in here. And he instilled that in me before I left Citibank. You just sparked an idea, a moment to me also. Back in 1987, 88, I worked at the Bronx DA's office. I was a paralegal assistant. And Mickey, it was a Samuel Samuel Goldstein and a, another woman, Sharon something. They sat me down, and I was young. He says, you know what, Ruggiero, you don't belong here. You need to move forward. And those two individuals, right now, I just, whoa, you brought me back, 1988. Yeah. And, and I went back to school. I went back to college. I went to get a degree in international marketing. I got a degree in, my minor in psychology. It's amazing how you just brought back some memory. And, and for you, this, this, this gentleman who, has, who believed in you, same thing with me. I, we believe in you. You have more to give than what you do here. We'd love you to have us to stay here, but we need to grow and move forward. So thank you for sharing that. And hopefully out there, it's going to resonate someone else. And... Again, your role models, grandma, wherever you are, and you are here with us in spirit, and, and Mama Duke, and, and this gentleman here. Uh, w- what's his name again? Steve Fusco. Steve Fusco. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm sure you do reading. Uh, what book or books that, that inspire you or inspiring you, or currently you're reading a book, uh, you, can you yeah. recommend out there um, to, the, uh, to the audience? Either, either language, whatever language uh, that yeah. you inspire. Well, uh- First of all, um, just want you to know that the first book I, I never I never read personal development before my uh, Beachbody career. 
I did not do personal development because I didn't believe in personal development. Okay. Um, I had a, um, and this is something that just recently happened, by the way. I shared this live yesterday. So it's funny that you're asking me this. Um, and I had a good friend, uh, a colleague of mine who gave me the book, The Four Agreements. And I looked at the book and I'm like, I don't have time for this. I, 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 I didn't read it. And I gave it away. I gave the book away. I gave the book away. And I kind of like forgot about the book until about two weeks ago. It, it came up in conversation again. Don Miguel Ruiz. Yes. Mm. I actually had to um, go and buy the book after someone had given it to me. I'm like, well, I can't be an Indian giver and tell the guy, uh, can I have my book back, right? <laughs> and so I am currently reading that book and it's just, I just finished the first, you know, the first agreement and I'm like, I need to go back and read it again. It's deep. It's very deep. Uh, you have to read it second and third time. After the second, third time, Mickey, you will get more of the understanding. It's deep philosophy. It ties in. It's very deep philosophy. Yeah. Very deep philosophy. Um, so, so I'm reading, you know, personally, you know, that book. The Compound Effect uh, was actually the first book that Beachbody recommended. Oh, Darren, Darren Hardy. I mean, I, I follow him uh, every morning. I have his... Um, uh, Darren Daly? Yeah. The, yeah. I, it's been in three, four years now. I uh, subscribe to Success Magazine. And he was a pub, uh, the publisher on there as well. And he's a great guy. Did he speak on your any events of yours? Darren? Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I think it was like three years ago. Yes. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. You know, and when, and when he spoke about... Um, he gave an analogy... I, I, do I still have time to give this analogy really quickly? Go, go right ahead. Yeah, we got some more time. Okay. Um, I love the analogy that he gave about personal development. You know, I, I'm in the health and wellness business, and um, but the workout for your mindset is personal development. If, if there's no, if, if you're not challenging your brain, hmm. um, and I always know when people are not reading personal development, I can tell by their actions. <laughs> I can just tell right away, you know? And so he gave the example about personal development. Um, he, he, he used, he had a glass of dirty water. And he said, see that glass of dirty water? That's your mindset. Because we get so clogged up with so much stuff going on in mm. today's society. There's just so much negativity. Right. right? So we, we, that's what our mind is full of that. And then he took a glass of clear water like this, and he started pouring it inside of, the dirty water yeah, and there's a vase underneath there and as the water starts pouring into the dirty water the clean exactly. water start when out cleansing that that exactly. container exactly exactly yeah so, i love it yeah so um so he said that's personal development the personal development is you pouring clear you know um into into your into your mindset and i i love analogies and i'm such a visual person you have mentioned the person development, the the fact that the X factors to success, fate, family and friends, fitness, the third pillar, fitness, spiritual fitness, right, yes. and physical fitness, and that's where exactly you're targeting and, and that area, and, and you have both there. And I wrote my in my little notes here, um, fate, uh, fitness, and finance are three key pillars that you are talking about today. And of course, you're adding fun in there, but three solid ones that the message coming through today on this X Factors to Success show is definitely very, very viable right now, what you're sharing. So uh, that is super awesome, Mickey. Okay, I, I'm so excited. So, Mickey, I have a couple more questions before we wrap up 
just for the time being, because there's many things to come in the future, I could feel it because I'm also pre- preparing to do a X Factors to Success conference next year. Awesome. Yes, and be a, uh, in a location in the New York area, I believe, and uh, I have another co-partner also that we're working together. And I have a, I, I have a mind to have you as a keynote speaker as well. So I could just uh, feel that God is working through us and with us and uh, to us and uh, there. So great compound effect, the four agreements out there. And any other book that you are working with also? Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, I just, give me one second. Let me, I'm going to get the, the book. Yeah, sure. I love it, folks. You know what? It's, it's amazing to see how uh, we find individuals who can, go through trials and tribulations and transform themselves. And this is exactly what it is. Mickey is definitely a, uh, a testimonial to the world and sharing her, uh, her story. Again, once you go through these stories, you have to share it, folks. You can't keep yeah. it to yourself. No, not at all. You know, and I always, I always say, you know, when it comes to personal development, you've got, I, I, and I just recently started doing this, reading two books at the, at the same time. One for my personal growth, for, my, for Mickey personally, personally for me, right. which is reading the four agreements um and then for my business in order for me to become a better leader i need to invest in leadership training in leadership personal development so um i just picked up this book the power of positive leadership oh john gordon okay yep so i'm just starting to read this book it was highly recommended by our um, our ceo and um, anything he recommends i listen to <laughs> you know, I pay attention to what he's going to share um, because, you know, we, we live in a, you know, we live in such a um, fast paced society, fast, 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 we, we, fast, fast, you know, um, and very toxic also. Exactly. Exactly. You so know, I'm going to just, I'm, I'm, I'm interrupting you. I'm sorry. Jim Rohn, you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And can I tell you? I share that yesterday on my live, and I think Jim Rome got that from my grandmother. My grandmother is old. I think she learned that from my grandmother. Oh. As, as a child growing up, my grandmother would always tell me, "Tell me who you're with. Tell me who you're hanging around with, and I'll tell you who you are." My grandma Angela, Angela, and you rest in peace, also as well. Every time she goes, "Fammi vedere le persone in cui." Let me show me the friends, and I tell you where you're going. And my mother, go, no, no, nah, what? No, they're good friends. No, I know. I know. You're right. Look at that. Even Jim Rohn says it. <laughs> it's, it, it I think these, 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 uh, uh, these philosophies are, are, are way back and goes back, back many, many, many years. And, and, and it's unfortunate we're, we're, we're losing them. Uh, we're losing, but it's up to, up to us to continue on the legacy, you know? And, Amen. Uh, that's, uh, it's amazing. See, uh, again, Jim Rohn, uh, he passed away back in 09 and December 7th, 8th. He was a big insp- influence with Tony Robbins. And yes. Tony Robbins is a big, uh, big uh, guru out there, as you know, um, inspiring, empowering people to uh, m- make a better life in themselves. So, like, as Mickey, Mickey, you are inspiring and making better lives out there today. So, yes. Yes. Mickey, yes. you are sharing some great value once again. I, I can't uh, thank you enough. I'd like to ask you a few more questions before we wrap this up. You recommended some books. What? If you were conducting this interview, and this is a question that many times are asked, if you were uh, conducting this interview, what one question would you ask yourself and why? What drives you? What's your driving force? 
And the reason I asked that is mm. because I get that asked all the time. That was the question at Coach Summit. Everyone that came up to me like, what drives you, Nikki? Mm. You always are like upbeat. You, there's no way that your life can be upbeat all the time. And I'm like, it's not. It's a freaking roller coaster ride. Right. But when you're connected to your driving force, when people ask me, what drives you? I said, my God-given person, my God-given purpose, that's what drives me. Because I was called to fulfill a mission, and it's my responsibility to do so. It is my responsibility. Super. Now, this leads me to this one here. So what legacy or imprint you want to leave behind? And let's just say now, Mickey, you're involved in all the programs, you're in videos, uh, you're traveling also throughout the United States and uh, uh, on international continents out there. And it's 100 and 150 years from now. And I read Mickey Fernandez, Beachbody, and all these things are tied into your success. What legacy or imprint are you going to leave behind? That's a deep question. Because right now, maybe our frame of mind is now, but yeah. you start digging deeper. So what is the... What's the next? What's the next step? Yeah. What is the? So I'm gonna read the book and I, just Mickey Fernandez. Wow, interesting. Talk about the grandmother, her mother again, uh, her journey, 27 years in the banking industry, and uh, you know, empowering her, her story about her wrist and then got it to here. There's a lot of things that uh, you wrote. You wrote your book, one, two books, three books, four books. You have a whole story behind it. Yeah. What legacy? What imprint? You know, about two years ago. To answer this question, I, I bumped into an old friend of mine on the corner street. I hadn't seen her in a while. And we were both, you know, um, rushing. So we didn't have a lot of time to talk. She's like, oh, my goodness, Mickey, you know, it's been so long. Like, what's going on? You know, uh, we got to catch up. And I said, well, let me give you a fast and furious response to how I'm doing. If God were to call me home today, I know that the legacy that I left behind is that I believed in myself and that I accepted the challenge, because it's a challenge. Life is a challenge. And that I received the great I am in my life to give me the strength to empower other people's lives. That's it. I'm, I, that's my legacy is to empower. I love it. I'm here to empower. I know that if he calls me home, that my funeral home is going to be packed. And people are going to be out there sharing, this is what Mickey did for me. Wow. I, I could just, uh, I felt it as you were um, sharing that uh, that moment there. And you are a true gift to the world, a true gift to your community, a true gift to the society. And we need more people like yourself, Mickey, out there to really inspire, empower, motivating, and to find the true self and to find the best version of themselves. And you're, the, and you're the instrument. You're the instrument. You're, you, you're the instrument that, uh, that the Lord God has given um, to you, and uh, you have to fulfill those. And there's more journeys ahead of you there. So, Absolutely. And I'm on a mission to empower many more lives that if I, I would say, if this chick from Corona Queens... <laughs> Corona Queens. So those of you who are listening, Corona Queens is a, a little a, a little area from Queens, right? And which is very, very inspiring and empowering, very cultural. You got to stop by. Great restaurants from all different types of there, okay? 
Good lemon ices, right? Exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but more importantly, Mickey Fernandez from Corona Queens, baby. Yeah, and listen, if this if this chick from Corona Queens is making moves, you can make moves too. Right. Let's, let's do this. So before we uh, ask you for uh, any last comments and inspiring encouragements, where can the audience find you on the uh, on the internet there, social media? Yeah. So go ahead. We'll put these on the show notes also on the podcast yeah. so people could go on and connect with you. So where can we find you? Absolutely. Um, I'm on um, my Facebook platform. is my name, Nikki, M-I-C-K-I, Fernandez. Right. Um, I'm the girl with the big, the short, short hair and big smile. That's me. <laughs> Instagram, also, same thing. I keep it simple. Mickey Fernandez, my name. My website, www.mickeyfernandez.com. And can I connect with you? Can I send you an instant message? And, uh, Absolutely. Okay. And then just give you a background. Beachbody, um, is that also on your website as well? Uh, yes, all that information is on there. Absolutely. Okay, so they want to connect with you. They want to ask you questions. Yes. How did you do things? Whatnot? They can oh. and they can ask you also that uh, they they, uh, they heard you from the X Factors to Success yes. podcast show. Awesome. I'm sure you're giving a little special treatment since they're listening to the oh, podcast sure. show. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I look forward to uh, connecting with you guys, and I look forward to again using using my background, um, using my adversity in my life, and how I overcame it, so that you. Do it also. Awesome. So, without further ado, last comments, encouragements, words, words, phrases, or, or whatever you want to say to the audience. Believe in you. That's where it starts. Believe, Believe in you in and you. know that you were created for a greater purpose. I know a lot of people um, underutilize the word I am, but the words, those two words are so powerful. You know, I am. What is it that you want? I am what? And make sure that the words that go after the words I am are empowering. They're empowering. If you know? you, have you listened to any materials from Dr. Wayne Dyer? No, I have not. Okay, he's big with that. He obviously passed away a couple of years ago. I am. I am. I am is the empowerment of God in you. Exactly. I, I am. And that's, you know what? And that's exactly what, that's my engine. Because... The great I am lives inside of me. So if he lives inside of me, I can do anything. Leave no stone unturned. Mickey Fernandez. So ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the uh, story, of the wonderful story of Mickey Fernandez and uh, on these X Factors to Success, sharing her wonderful, wonderful insights and values, bombs that she shared with us. And uh, definitely I feel a strong vibration on this podcast. And uh Again, she touched base on five key pillars that we always talk about in the show. Fate, family and friends, fitness, finance, and fun. I hope you could join us again and listen up uh, with uh, Mickey. Share this podcast, folks. I'm telling you, this is uh, one of our one of my best ones, I have to say. It's definitely on my, on my best list right now because I, I learned a lot from the show. Share it. Uh, review it. Rate it. Put it on your social media because I believe this is a message that we all need to hear. No matter what point in life we are right now mickey has definitely um, made tremendous strides and she's definitely making a difference in the world and the community and uh don't forget connect with her send her an email uh, once again thank you thank you so much mickey you've been a wonderful beautiful human being on this on the show thank you thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to be on it it was definitely my pleasure my honor 
um, to be with you all today. I God am. Bless. I am so ever grateful, and we wish to you much continued success. I look forward to uh, speak to you again and have you on the show in the near future. Like I said earlier, uh, I have you in mind for a uh, for an event that I'm putting together for next year as a conference, awesome. the X Factors to Success Leadership Conference. I believe that you'll be a, a wonderful, wonderful guest to inspire people out there. So, without further ado, first, uh, thank you very much, folks. And as uh, G-Man always says, live with purpose, passion, and make a difference.